I'm Kevin Bachman. On this episode of Background Check Radio, how your competitors are using COVID to gain market share on the other side. Stick around. Long-time listeners know I compare the term background check to a car. There's a hundred different kinds of cars in a parking lot. As as COVID-19 runs through our industry, today I'm going to tackle a concept similar to that expression with an eye on how different shops are beginning to use that distinction to sell more and at the same time target you. So here goes. When it comes to assembling product and service offerings, for the most part, CRAs determine how they want to do something, they figure out what they're going to do, and and, and then they sell it to people who are interested in, in the same thing. There's a few examples of how this manifests itself in our business. Take employee ver- employment verifications. Most shops will call a set number of times over a set number of days. There's Differences at the margins in terms of how many times, and there's differences at the margins over the price, but generally speaking, most shops have roughly the same standards and roughly the same price. But there's a few shops that have essentially a, we'll call as many times as we have to approach. Sometimes that means 10, 15, 20 calls over 10, 15, 20 days. And sometimes that policy is born out of uh, lack of sophistication or understanding of what others may do in our space. But for some, it's an intentional part of their product and who they are. They want to do that, and they want to work with employers who value that. Same for this example. Some shops decide that instead of running four counties in a state, they'll just sell one statewide instead. Employers that wanted that gravitate toward those providers. Others decide they're going to search all four of those counties. Perhaps they don't trust the statewide repository or an employer has a contractual obligation to do counties. Employers that want that, well, they gravitate toward those providers. But in both of those examples, it was the CRA that decided what product to sell, which methods to use, and then they looked for like-minded folks to buy them. But in this case, the pandemic is altering those choices, sometimes not intentionally, but sometimes very, very intentionally. I'll explain. I'm seeing a lot of marketing from shops telling clients and prospects that all is normal in the world of screening. Their methods and processes are good enough, in marketing speak, to have not been significantly impacted by the virus and court closures, school closures, uh, employer closures across the country. And there's others in our space that are calling BS on that saying, and I'm generalizing here, yeah, that that court is closed, or yeah, that process can't be completed. And you know what? At times, both sides are right. The BS callers believe honestly, yeah, that can't be done. And the people who say, yeah, it can, well, they may honestly believe it too, because some methods and processes are just different in different shops. That's existed before, and it will exist in the future. But now... And here's what makes this so interesting is those claims and those decisions are viewed through an entirely different prism. Back then it was, what do I believe? What do I want to do? How does this help? How does this hurt my clients? And how do I make money off it? But today that calculus has changed a lot. Shops now are thinking, 
will this decision keep me a client? Will it lose me a client? If my method is unavailable or if my method takes longer, will the client balk then walk? So shops are looking inward and asking themselves, do, do I have to change my approach, my philosophy, my process to ensure I don't lose a client? And, and here's where I'm seeing the marketing messages start to change. March and into April, it was, eh, we're all in this together. April and into May was client reassurance. I got your back. I can still fulfill. I can still provide solutions. May, and, and I suppose into June, we're starting to see some differentiators. Yeah, I can do this. And the implication behind it, why can't your guy? Why is your provider saying they can't? And that's really, really powerful. And I expect to see a lot more of this in the coming weeks. It's powerful for a few reasons. From the perspective of the CRA that may want to do it a different way or the 2019 way, and that may be creating some fulfillment problems. That's risky. I'm not saying you have to roll over on something you passionately believe in, but I do want you to be aware of the risk. Because if I'm a business owner inside of a CRA and I'm holding off on making those changes because maybe I don't want to or I don't believe in it, my otherwise happy clients might look at me right now and see someone who can't help them solve their problem. So as always, what's the answer? Well, almost always, best answer is just, just to talk. Explain your position, your justification, your rationale, and why your expertise is what you, my client, should trust. A secondary solution is to play it straight as well. Let's review, explore, validate. Can it be done differently? Should it be done differently? How and where can and should we innovate our business? Now, I'm giving a webinar with a nationally known innovation expert, and we're discussing these topics. I think it's really timely. You didn't have to do those things in 2019. You didn't need to do these things when unemployment was 3.5% and everyone was growing 20% a year in our business. But this has forced you to do it. And that process is a pretty good idea for a couple of reasons. First, you probably have the time. You don't have the volume. Use this opportunity to test and vet new ideas, possible solutions. Second, it's good defense. You can articulate to your clients why you can, will, can't, or won't do something new or different. It's a way to inoculate, so to speak, and I, I realize it's a bad choice of words right now. Uh, it, it's a way to get in front of that possible client feedback. It's all about managing that business risk and communications is one way to do it. On the flip side, yeah, if it works and it's compliant and it's faster and it's cheaper and it's better, hammer that like a freaking drum. Be the solutions provider, especially now. Be the one part of your client's world they don't have to worry about. And that's where I see companies really using this to go out into the market weaponizing this to go out and take business from you. So I anticipate companies going through this process specifically to be able to hit the market with that message. So what should you do if you're listening here? Because some of you feel one way about this. Some of you feel the other way. Well, there's multiple options here. You can win by innovating. You can win by holding firm to your beliefs if you think a particular innovation increases risk to you or your client, 
You can win by marketing these new changes you believe will work. You can win by marketing and communication to clients and communicating to clients that there are some things that can't be done a different way. That's four different paths to the victory I just outlined. And your ability to do it depends on your willingness to do the exercise, to go through the process, communicate with clients and prospects accordingly. You can win a lot of different ways. You just need an intentional, focused effort. But ignoring changes in buyer behavior, competitor behavior, and the world around us right now is not a recipe for success. I, I always believe there are multiple paths to victory. And each of these scenarios can be a successful one for you. So I, I never buy much into the argument that a particular path or, or idea isn't the right one. I believe it's more about we just haven't yet found the right combination of processes, talking points, rhetoric, persuasiveness to be able to effectively sell and communicate what you believe. After all, in our space, there are employers who want good background checks, cheap background checks, deep background checks, thin background checks. And among providers, there's shops that specialize in, in all of those things. You just need to find the sweet spot that works for you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Background Check Radio. Please listen and subscribe on iTunes to hear more of my podcasts. I have a number of episodes up I feel are relevant and timely for what you're going through today, whether you're a CRA, a data provider, a platform, or an end user. Feel free to message me on LinkedIn or via email at kevin at cradoctor.com. Whether you've recently been let go, or looking for new opportunities, or are a business owner or leader who wants to determine which path is right for you, I'm here to help. After all, the only way out is through. I'm Kevin Bachman. Have a great day.